just say the boys. What up? 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 We're back, baby. We're back. Just want to give a quick shout out to the man uh, Ryan Lee for listening to our podcast. <laughs> Thank you for being yeah. one of our five yeah. listeners, bro. Yes, sir. Really means a lot. That's my room. But today, 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 make it making history. We have Come a special on. guest, number twenty-four. <laughs> He's got the curly golden locks. Mm-hmm. He's tall. Got a fadeaway of a gazelle. <laughs> he's he's yeah. the LeBron James of Fort Lewis. <laughs> yep. I thought you were gonna go. Yeah, I <laughs> he's got preaching. He's he's six four and a half. <sighs> six four? Come on, yeah. Six four and a half. <laughs> uh-huh. He's got the sleeve. Who is this guy, man? He's he's uh he's the the LeBron James. You already said uh, that. He's <laughs> a small forward. <laughs> he's on, uh man. getting some strong minutes up at Fort Lewis yeah. College. The man. The myth, the, the legend. legend, Joey Nakarato. Joey, what's up, man? What's up, brother? How, How you, doing? you doing, dude? I'm doing pretty good. Good to be here, man. <laughs> Making history, dude, dude, dude. first You're guest. Embarrassing, man. For the people who don't yeah. know you, yep. the people in Roswell, New Mexico, <laughs> Alamosa, Colorado, yeah. the country. Monta Vista, we Colorado. We got some in Colorado Springs. Colorado Springs. Wow. Tell them Worldwide. who you are, who you are, what you do. And why you do and it. why you do it. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Oh, well, I think you, you covered the intro quite a bit, so killed that. Uh, I'm the intern at First Baptist, a.k.a. professional coffee getter. Um, Hell! <laughs> <laughs> Wrong <yeah>. one. <laughs> no, just, just part of the REACH ministry here in Durango, Colorado, student mm-hmm. at Fort Lewis. Um and yeah, just a follower of Christ. Um, I've been been able to get a, start working at the church through getting plugged in with Du Bois here, um, mm-hmm. getting a mentor and disciple them for the past year, and and just uh, yeah, kind of growing in that friendship. So that's kind of how we got here. Where are you from? I'm from Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. How'd you get to Durango? Also, how do you spell spell your hometown? It's French, actually. Is it? Yeah. C-O-E-U-R space D apostrophe space A-L-E-N-E. I that don't know the if that's, that's the stupidest thing I've heard in my life. <laughs> oh, man. I don't think yeah. I've ever heard of a place that has an apostrophe in it. No, it's it's because it's unique. It's set apart. Um, it's usually it's kind of from like Cut from different places. Sounds yes. stupid. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. How'd you get to Durango? All right. No, this is my third college in three years, actually. I uh, went out to Massachusetts for two years playing ball out there, just outside the Boston area. Um, then transferred to a junior college back in Idaho. And then through the, the pandemic, got recruited to come play ball here. Um, and the Lord made it clear that this is where I need to be. Um, it's been pretty cool after the first year, kind of seeing that be confirmed. So, yeah, that's that's essentially how, how, how I got brought here. How many points per game do you average? That's a... Too many like, to count. Yeah, Too high. That, yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> when I first met Joey, he said, "Yeah, if I had to like compare my game to one person, it'd have to be LeBron James." <laughs> no, he said he was Giannis, Giannis, and LeBron James combined. <laughs> Didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could, yeah I was asking like, okay, so the two, to work like, <laughs> two of the top five best players in the world is who you're like. No, okay, no, so you've been in this close. internship. Yeah, if man. you caught it, he said 
He's been doing the internship at First Baptist here in Durango for how many weeks? Two, I think three? I think about finished a month. Yeah, oh, actually. Free. A month. Okay. Yeah, just over a month. month. And what we're going to title this episode or a variation of this title is, uh, oh, that sounds Ministry Uncovered. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that, That'll get listeners. That's true. That'll get listeners. If you're listening to that, this yeah. and the reason you're listening is because of that title, shoot me a text. We need to do, we need to do exposed, all caps. Exposed Ministry un- Uncovered. Yeah, you already said that. Sounds like drama. <laughs> it does. Um, sounds, sounds like a YouTube channel that's trying to get clicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, anyway. I mean, we're trying to click. Hey, all right. Um, Sponsorship, Rogan, please. here we come. Yeah, yeah we, uh, you know, doc, Doctrine and Devotion, Joe Rogan, all these Furtick, they're all afraid they because are. they know we're coming for Because we stepped into the game. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, but tell us what's been your experience. What was your, you know, like for the person out there, we, we do a lot of like ministry slash leadership stuff. Um for the person out there that's like maybe curious about like vocational ministry, Mm, wanting to do something similar, what's, what are some of the ways you thought it was going to be and ways it's been different? Things have been good. Things have been weird. Let's start with what you thought it was going to be. Yeah. And and then we'll break it down there. What'd you, what did you from the outside perfect world in ministry? What was it going to look like stepping into a church? Yeah, for sure. Um, well, you know, I still, I still always kind of refer to myself as a baby Christian. Um, wasn't, um, haven't seen a lot of like uh, background in just ministry at all, actually. So it's just been the past couple of years. But so it, in that sense, got a really raw look at just um, first glance, just what the church is like in America, kind of coming into it um, as a young adult. Um, and it was, it was interesting because you see, um, you know, just a lot of big name preachers and it's, it's a good thing. And, you know, got a lot of, got a lot of stuff out of all these, these different teachers. And, and you, I think a lot of times for me, at least that's kind of what I equate the whole role of ministry as, is you're mm-hmm. on this stage and you have a huge following and, and people maybe to a certain degree, uh, idolize you too. And, you know, yeah. um, and so it's, it's a really glorious, cool thing that could be really desirable for a lot of people. Um, and even for, I've, and even at looking into ministry that was attractive for me as well. Um, so that's kind of what essentially coming into ministry, what I thought it was, and even seeing, you know, uh, watching Jimmy the past few months, even, even that like first Baptist in Durango being a kind of a smaller venue, it's still, I mean, you have hundreds, a couple hundred people a weekend, you know, um, you just get to kind of tell them how to live your life, you know, right. and they, and they listen to what you say. So that's kind of what I just thought, you know, what it was at face value. What did you think ministry was going to be like on a day-to-day basis? Like, mm. or I don't know if you'd ever thought about that, but what did you think that pastors did kind of day-to-day, Sunday-to-Sunday? Mm. Um, what yeah. was your, what was your, um, like, what was your thought there before you got into ministry? Yeah, for sure. Um, honestly, you kind of obviously pictured them, you know, just trying to come up with a lot of creative content, you know, ways of just bringing in people and almost kind of, you know, I've always thought like, man, ministry's got to be stressful a little bit in the sense of you just got to be creative. Like you always got to be coming up with something to catch the eye of people, you know, like, like, I don't know how these, all these pastors do it every week, how they're always coming up with something new and, yep. um, which is, it was not a, not a good view of it, but that's just what I, what I was surrounded by and what I had seen. So, and also obviously thought it was a lot of, 
you probably were around people to a certain degree and planning meetings and, and orchestrating, but I thought it was more so it's a lot of being creative content and just setting up events and whatnot. So, okay. So what, what has changed? Uh, obviously you're a month in, which mm-hmm. hasn't been like a ton of time to uncover the beast, Yeah, but what, what to, be, <laughs> to expose the beast, but what, uh, <laughs> what's been your experience so far? Like, that's not what you expected. No, for sure, man. Are, it was, can I break down that question? Please, please yeah. do. Um, <laughs> sorry, bro. It was a great question. No, don't I, don't, I don't care. Dude, you, you rolled your eyes at me, man. I'm no. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, oh, man. So where, where have those, maybe like, what part of those expectations have been true? Hmm. That's good. Um, well, actually, in a sense, getting sorry, to... Bro. Um, <laughs> you're dead to me. Got <laughs> some beef. Get the gloves out. Um, no, it's so full in a sense, right? Um, I think the teaching side. I mean, getting to preach um, in Cortez about mm-hmm. a month ago, you I got to look into the you know um, just the art of preaching. So getting to see like you no, know, there there is a way you have to be able to um, draw in an audience and articulate and write a sermon, stay faithful to the text, and got to see that. Um, so in a way I've seen how that, that is a part of it. Yeah. Emphasis on part of it yeah. for sure. Um, but also in, in terms of like, I think the things I thought were the main part were almost there. They're maybe a fraction, you know, of what's, what's actually like that role and what that calling actually is. Cool. So, so what, what has been not true? Yeah. Then? No, for sure, man. And I know it's been about a month, actually it's about five weeks. So it's still early. Um, but I knew after my first day, like I was, I was really overwhelmed. You should have seen this guy, man. <laughs> we, we just loaded him with books. Oh, I had 11 books on my desk in the first three days. Coffee, <laughs> coffee for like seven hours. Yeah. <laughs> just folders. His eyes were so big by the end of the day. Yeah. No, that was, that was the next day. I was like, ministry is not for me. <laughs> yeah. No, not doing I it. Out. Going back to accounting, but <laughs> no, it was, it was crazy because I mean, here we are a month in and uh, I've been handed about 11, 11 books as of right now. And I don't know, over like about 15 hours, 10, 15 hours a week of some sort of discipleship, whether me being a disciple, discipling others from about four or five different men. Um, and not once are we talking anything to do yet with um, necessarily teaching or how to go about that or how, how to improve on that every aspect we have talked about is how to serve people um, from different scripture-based texts and, and the bible itself but the main overarching thing is that it's it's this call to a life of servantship and and shepherding mm-hmm. um and it's weird because and just my my subconsciously just kind of seeing pastors always thought you know they're 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 the boss everyone's following them but they're actually laying down their lives and giving up sacrificing for, for their, the sheep that they're shepherding. Um, and I was just really taken off by that. I didn't think this counseling or the shepherding was that big of a role. I thought that was just something that they do because they're, they're good, mm-hmm. but no, that is like the essence of what their the pastoral role is. And I remember just being blown away. And then the couple books we're going over right now, how, how many ways, good ways there are to do that, but then how many sinful and wrong ways there are to go about that. And that was a little overwhelming too. So, 
I remember just being like, this is nothing I thought it was. <laughs> so when you talk about being overwhelmed, do you think that it was mostly around like the counseling and the shepherding aspect or, hmm. or where do you feel like you were kind of overwhelmed with like, this is not what I expected? Was it mostly yeah. in that realm? Yeah. No, for sure. Because I mean, I'm a huge people person. I love people. Mm -hmm. And just the book we were reading, it point out how many ways you can care for people, but still do it in a self-serving, selfish way. Mm -hmm. And that was almost eye-opening to me in a sense. It's like, it was like, wow, you could still hurt people while your intention is to care for them and you don't even know it. Right. So there's, there is like, there's obviously intentions that can be good, but there, there is almost essentially an art to it or an intentionality that you have to have and go about it strategically. And I think that was to a degree overwhelming because I just had never even thought of that. Um, so, yeah. And it, but at the same time, like that's, you know, pastoring, counseling and, and shepherding, that's, that's like, the, that's the emphasis of the job. And I was, I think I was more so thrown off by that, but that's mm -hmm. super cool though, after kind of seeing what a healthy way that's supposed to look like. Has it uh, revealed the way you um, think of how you're going to function in the body in the future mm. at all? Like, has it revealed um, like gifts you do or don't have that you thought before, you know, you would be doing something and now you don't think anymore or any, anything along those lines? For sure. Well, after that, those first couple of days, I was like, I can't go into ministry because I just don't know how to love people. Like I should, like, this is, this isn't for me. Uh, like there's just, there's no way I, I will going to set the body back like a couple hundred years or something. <laughs> um, but, you know, after kind of, you know, spending more time around people and, um, you know, uh, diving into like, just like even the men's ministry we have here in like six thirty Tuesday mornings. And we're going, we're like diving into each other's sin and how to go through that and handling shame yeah. and guilt together. Like it was like, okay, like, this is something I could really see myself enjoying. Um, and that's more that, you know, that caring, that shepherding role. And I, I don't know that that's, that's definitely an attractive thing to me. I think that's enjoyment, even talking about like first Timothy three and like the qualifications and like, you know, teaching is just one aspect, but it's kind of all about your character and yeah. how you care for others. Um, and I didn't think I was, no, that was for me, but I actually think kind of seeing that there's a right way to do it. And you have, you know, you have, uh, mentorship through that it's it's, uh, it's become more of a thing I could see myself and in. maybe just building off of Will's question how has this made you change the way that you'll like help or or treat your local pastor mm, that's good oh my gosh yeah when I look at well even you guys and then Jimmy also like <laughs> you know it, it's I think pastors are kind of looked at this like and that wasn't a self-serving question <laughs> I just no, I, I know you how does this the way you treat me you jerk <laughs> Before this, you were a freaking turd. <laughs> no, for sure. I know you didn't do that. You told yourself. Um, but no, I mean, right, I think... The right answer is tithe more. <laughs> <laughs> to my fund. <laughs> you get more crowns in heaven. Um, <laughs> no, but man, I, you know, I think before I'd look at a pastor in the sense of like, man, that guy, you know, he's so cool. He's got, he's, you know, it's a glorious position, which it is. It's, it's an honoring position to be called to do something like that, but it is a huge sacrifice, not only of your own life, but like your family's life and seeing, um, with the, the men in the church, the roles that, um, the roles that play and what they have to give up to do that and the mental toll and the physical toll, um, and, and just essentially how they have to just this laying this ministry is laying down your life for the sake of other people knowing Christ. And I mean, there's no greater reward than that, but at the same time, it comes at a huge cost as well. Mm -hmm. yeah.
So, so if you were to like give any of our listeners advice on how to serve their look, because because really what the question the the question behind the question I was asking is like we do have listeners that are kind of you know all over all five of them are in different places and um, <laughs> hey fifteen by <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. just thinking like how could they serve For their sure. their local yeah. pastor in a maybe even a tangible way or through prayer or what would you yeah. say would be most helpful from your perspective now that you've kind of seen sure. what's behind closed doors yeah first thing i'd point out before you even first thing you look at your pastor and you realize he's just a he's a human being with the spirit inside of him being led yeah like that's that, huge. that that's that is the one of the most eye-opening things and we tend to hold our church leaders to this pedestal which they need to be held to a higher standard for sure definitely um but at the same at the same time you got to remember they are men and uh you know they have wife and kids too and they have all kinds of stuff they're going through so i think having grace up front with with them in that um and then praying for them all the time like just relentlessly because they're they're you know trying to shepherd 300 people some more than that some less than that um and that that in and of itself is just a huge responsibility so to do that without prayer would seem it'd be impossible um but then also i think also encouraging them that's one thing I've seen since I've been this internship is a healthy body and the importance of fellowship, spurring one another onto love and good deeds yeah. and how essential uh, the body is, how God uses the body as a vessel to encourage one another. And that doesn't mean the pastor is the only one encouraging people. The pastors need to be encouraged too. So I think, I think that's one way that the body can play a huge role in that as well. What's, uh, well, two questions. What's something you would tell somebody in a similar similar boat like you a year ago mm-hmm. or or a couple months ago about like thinking about going into ministry not sure what's something you tell them let's just start with that yeah. what, what what what's what's some advice you're giving i also want to hear your answer to that hmm. joey okay, i'll go first <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think the biggest stumbling block for me was well coming into this year i knew to a certain degree and still there's still a long ways to go with this but i knew just at at the core I saw, well, first with my life, I saw a need for Jesus through through you know, the grace of God and saw how that has transformed my life. And then with that, I've wanted other people to know that too. So that was kind of the, the foundation of that as I want other people to have this. Um, and then a huge stumbling block with me in that was, or for me in that was this, this insecurity of not knowing enough or not being mm. qualified or, you know, I mean, if we all listen to that, then there would be no church. <laughs> right. Um, so I, and then actually something you guys really encouraged me and it was about, I think last November was like the knowledge, um, the experience, all of that will come. And it kind of goes back to first Timothy three again, like the qualifications for anybody in that ministerial role or vocational or not is, is your character right. and, and, where, and where you are, like in your, in terms of your sanctification, your spiritual growth. Yeah. Um, so that has almost shifted my focus to being, you know, I need to be this RC Sproul, Steve Lawson, theological mm-hmm. scholar to, you know, I need to be obedient and faithful where God mm-hmm. kind of has me right That's now. Good. So that, that, right, that was, yeah. that was a, took a lot of weight off my shoulders. Right. Um, and also helped me just kind of enjoy God more too. Cause it was, again, it kind of brought back the gospel too. Like mm-hmm. you don't, don't got to earn this, like, mm-hmm. like let my spirit work it through you type of a thing. So that well, was, that, yeah, it takes time. That's really good. So yeah, For that's, sure. that's incredibly helpful. How about you, Will? What'd you say there? What would you say to people who are thinking about ministry? Because um, honestly, we think about like even like how long you've been in ministry now, like three years. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you you weren't there too long ago, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know. I one of the most rewarding times in my life was when I I quit at the the church I was working at. Um, that's not the part. That's not the part. There's a lot there. But Best that's, day of my life. That's, that's not the part. Um, but after that, we had like a couple months of like a break in between doing that and moving to Durango. And I I just approached this one pastor of this church we were going to just in, in between. It was, it was called the Town Church in Greeley, uh, Acts 29. It was awesome. Um, hmm. The dude was legit. And um, But... I, I just posted him was like, Hey, how can I serve? Like, how can I just do? And he had me put together uh, cabinets in the church. It was like, mm-hmm. like build the cabinets. And that was like one of the most rewarding things. I don't, it was just so cool to like, without like it being a job or without like any sort of like strings attached just to be able like, this is what I can do right now. I, I vacuumed their church for three months. Like I just cleaned it. Mm-hmm. Like, and that was, it was really cool. Like, I don't know. I just, I look back on that and enjoy it. So, cause it was just really simple. Like, and it was, there wasn't all this, like, here's how to do leadership. And like, it was just like, I, I can just serve without any strings attached. And, and I think the character thing is big too. Like for the person thinking about it, like one, like your character. And I've just been learning this over the last few months, like all the, all the stuff, like, here's how you, you know, be effective. And here's, you know, the, the things Vision casting, yeah, all like this stuff. all yeah, the tools, like they it. can be helpful. Sure. But really at the end of the day, like, like what Joey said, right. First Timothy three, like the qualifications for an elder, which I'm not, um, right. But like, I hopefully one day, um, our right, teaching is kind of one of the skills, but the rest are character, yeah, right? right. Like, um, and for Deacon, it's all character. Um, and so, yeah, that's, that I think that's the biggest thing. Like, yeah, like I mean, really, just what you're saying. Like all those things, like having you know, being able to articulate certain theological concepts really well, yeah. or like those are those are good and can be really helpful. And we, and we should get yeah, try, yeah, for yeah. Sure. and, and learn those things for sure. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like like to faithfully walk before the Lord for you know till the day like till we're eighty, right, or till the day we die, like and like that's that's massive right and 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 if you're serving the church right now because i think like we all have a perception of like well i want to be on stage or i want to but like we neglect to serve Hmm. where we're at like and so i think that's big right um and that's not like a guilt trippy thing or anything but just like a well it's really all about serving yeah (laughs) so like are you serving because you're going to be in for a freaking crappy totally 20 years yeah. if, you, if you don't want to do it now. <laughs> faithful with little, faithful with much. Which, yeah. I think that was one of the big things for me too, where a flip was switched in the sense where I thought gifted meant called or, or qualified, just because you're gifted meant you were qualified in the sense like, man, that guy's a great personality or he's a great public speaker, mm. but that doesn't necessarily mean you're qualified yeah. for vocational ministry. That's good. Um, so even kind of through this internship, seeing that, you know, teaching, absolutely, you have to be able to articulate God's word. Um, and get that across as one of your skills. But like you said, that that's just one of the qualifications in terms of the restaurant character. And that out of that, that is kind of, that was a really interesting thought to me, but it's also super comforting at the mm-hmm. same time. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and the difference is there too, is like teaching, you know, we kind of build up to this one big moment, you know, hmm. where it's like, okay, this is awesome. But character is day to day. For sure. Um, and I think that, you know, character really is also 
part of like that fruit, fruit of the spirit idea. And so the way that you develop good character is by spending time with God. Amen. And I think that that's why character is so important is because it really shows your relationship with the Lord. Hmm. Um, and so I think that that's, that's, like I said, that faithful with little faithful with much idea, like be faithful in the little moments. I think that that's what we've talked about of being with the Lord, right? Not only serving your church, but like, day to day what's your what's your habits of getting with the lord being mm. with the lord mm. thinking of the lord right and obviously there's grace there we're not meant mm. to do that perfectly but i think that that's how character is developed is by spending time with him and you never transition out of that like that's yeah. i yeah. think people like, never make it think like oh well i'm gonna go through this <laughs> exactly. like prep like prep season like really diving deep with the lord like and then i can go do min- and it's like dude I mean, that's kind of what we did this morning at that men's group. Um, yeah, just talked that. about you never yeah. grow like the growth in Christ is growth in dependence yeah. on Christ, not independence from Christ. And so, like, you never you never move past that. Like, I need to be with Jesus like yeah. today, like, or I'm like you never move past that prep if that makes sense, or yeah. like that like season of like I really need to dive deep with the Lord so that He'll prepare like. That should be our constant state so of good. being. Every day we should see that we need Christ yep. more, yep. not yeah. less. For sure. Yep. For sure. And uh, actually, Joey asked me this uh, last week, I think it was. And I thought it was really it was really revealing because he asked, like, what's been your favorite thing about ministry so far? And uh, as I, like, like, told him all the things, I was like, you know, I can't actually say about any of these things that it's anything I did. Like, mm. everything is almost the percept. Like, as I look back, it's it's me what getting to watch God do things that I can't do like, <laughs> yeah. and that's pretty, that's pretty cool. Right. Cause like it's, and it's comforting too. Like I, I think we can, we can steward health and make healthy guidelines and, and, but ultimately the power for us to do anything does not lie with us. Like as we reflect, like this was awesome. We can't ever go, Oh yeah, that was freaking awesome because I hmm. did it. Like, yeah which is really humbling. <laughs> well, and I think that that, I think you just hit on something. I think if you want to go into ministry, be okay with not getting credit Yeah, mm-hmm. because you're going into a, going into a position where credit's not yours to mm-hmm. be given. Anything <laughs> which, you do, yeah. the best, the, the most, the best responses I've ever had to sermons were my worst sermons. <laughs> I, I thought I had ever preached. Yeah. I think it's, largely because I have never, I never prayed more than when I thought it was going to be horrible. And it was like, when I was at a low, that's when God, like if I would have preached the best sermon ever I, in my eyes, right? Like, and somebody comes to know Jesus, I, I would have, I wouldn't have openly said that's me, but I, my mind would have gone there. Like, right. oh yeah. yeah. Cause I freaking prepped the best sermon I've ever yeah. preached. Like, but like when it's like, you're low, <laughs> like, and God like chooses to use that. You're like, oh frick. Like I, I literally, it's all you. Like I can't do hmm. anything. Uh, <laughs> I mean, even since I've, the past month, it's been interesting because, I mean, just kind of how the church works is so like contradictory to like mm-hmm. how a hierarchy in the world works. Because mm-hmm. in terms of just like, you know, looking at the the spiritual, uh, the maturity, of the spiritual maturity of the, the men influencing my life right now, it's been, um, it's been interesting because as you get more spiritually mature, it's you actually becoming... Yeah. You're actually coming more dependent. Like you're talking about like um, the more, the, fur- the further you get in your walk with Christ, it's not, it seems as if you'd be getting more independent, mm-hmm. but these, these wise, these wise men are actually more dependent on God. Mm-hmm. And that, that just seems so opposite because the more experience you get, it seems like mm-hmm. whether you're a CEO or a coach or something, you're just becoming more, more to yourself. Childlike so, faith mm-hmm. has really like, we talked about that this morning. Yeah. Too. 
Oh, really? Mm-hmm. In your group? Yeah. Like that's become more real. Like, you know, you always hear people say like, childlike like faith. But then in that sense, that's really become real as we talk about that, like yeah. the greater dependence. Even like, like for me, like money is a big one for me. Like yeah. childlike faith, I think about when I was a kid, I don't, I don't care. Like I'm not thinking about money. Like I'm just freaking eating a hot dog, freaking happy <laughs> as crap, right? Like I don't give a crap. Like, but like that, you know, to, to be in that dependent place with the Lord, like, that's we, like we, we see that yeah. that we we think of like that as like childish for other people it was like psh, like for sure but that's really like such more mature faith yeah. than the person who has all the theology memorized and like but has no actual dependence on god like yeah. that not i've been really humbled by that by seeing people's faith like who aren't in vocational ministry, who aren't, you know, like they don't, they've, they've never read a systematic theology, but they, they, they trust the Lord mm, more than I do. Yeah, yeah. Like they, they depend on him. Like, well, and that's ultimate. I think that that's like faith, right? Like, I, like there is like this beautiful place of just being in a place where you're like, I have nothing mm-hmm. to give. Mm-hmm. I have nothing to do. And honestly, yeah, I think that that's even just another thing to talk about as we're talking about in ministry is like, it's just like, I got nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think that that's what I learned more and more <laughs> is I thought I was a super skilled, super gifted, <laughs> super great guy, all these things. And all I've learned is that like, man, the Lord for some reason decides to use me. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know why, you know? Yeah. Um, so anyway, all the really good stuff. Wrap it up. Um, you guys, uh, God bless you. <laughs> yeah, we pray that you are just having a fabulous day. The sun is shining. Go get out there. You know, do some oh fishing. God. Do some. Do <laughs> some. Uh, some hiking. You know, if you're in New Mexico, stay indoors. It sucks out there. Um, you know, sorry you live there. Alamosa, same thing. <laughs> but you know, right yeah, Durango's best. Talk to you guys later. Bye.